Thanks for joining. Today we're kicking off our second quarter reporting and uh, we're going to go through commercial and industrial assets. We're going to give a little bit of overview of what we're seeing nationally going on or kind of the macro level trend and then what specifically we're doing in our uh, portfolio. Overall too, we have our property specific reports. Those all go out today on the 20th as well. And then we're going to have a Q&A live stream on the 31st, uh, which is Monday in a week and a half here. So going through that and that we can dig into really any specifics there as well, but we want to give an overview of what we're currently seeing right now uh, in the marketplace. Yeah. So if we open up with, you know, a lot of the headlines are about really the demise of commercial office space and, you know, from, from our, our, our exposure and experiences, we're mostly in suburban Atlanta, um, mostly in kind of the class E space. So, you know, if you look at the national headlines, um, the class C space is, the availability is up about two and a half percent from a year ago. It's really, the headlines are really hitting on the really trophy assets, A and B space, which availability is up five to nine percent year over year. Yeah, A and B space is really getting hit the hardest right now. And that's in mostly multi-story buildings. Right, like really those, down, those traditional downtown high-rises that you, people commute into and go, and, you know, go to is that that's where you've seen the biggest really decline in occupancy. Yeah. And across, we don't, obviously we don't own any trophy real estate assets that would be nice at some point in life, but um, those seem to be doing better than most other. Than A and athletes. B. Yeah, right. I mean, they're better than A and B, but I, they obviously still have some challenges, but um, nationally wise, kind of the best and highest and most expensive is, is holding in there. Mm-hmm. And then Class C is working Class C, it's almost affordable. Is more just there's so many different opportunities of what you could put in that space. Yeah, affordability, accessibility, convenience, uh, lack of commute, uh, all those re- all those reasons why kind of the suburban Class C stuff is working. Yeah, we think about Atlanta specifically. Uh, Atlanta still has about three million square feet of office that's coming online in the next twelve months. So there's stuff that was under development, you know, a while ago that's that's finally getting completed and coming on board. So, but that's also traditional office space. That they're adding to it. And then on the same, same stance, I mean, just in our kind of like microcosm, we've talked about it, about it a little bit on the affordable office side uh, within, I'd say, like three miles of here. Mm-hmm. There's about a million square feet of office that's being torn down and rebuilt with apartments or townhomes, uh, a little bit of mixed use, but it's, you know, they're reusing that space. But you can do that in Class C, whereas the larger Class A or even multi-story buildings, it's so hard to tear that stuff down or repurpose it. Right, and they're also usually on such tight, dense lots that um, you, don't, you can't really go low-density anything. You have to go back with a yeah. high-rise, which would really you know, go to more of a refit. Yeah. So we see some opportunities in that space. I mean, I think that's going to be very interesting of what do you do with a bigger building as you retrofit it or do you tear it down and replace a skyscraper. I think anytime you drive around and you see the big cranes, like that looks really cool. That's not at all what we do. But it does look cool. I'm sure there's going to be some opportunity in how that, how that side of the market plays out. Um, for us, the opportunity we do see, and we'll touch base on our performance here, but uh, finding these single-story office buildings and what can be done with them, that's more in our wheelhouse of execution ability as an owner-operator, but, you know, more reasonable price point basis and, and a lot more options that you can do with it. Yeah, and part of the kind of the, the density of the single-story office buildings, not only are they really spread out because they're single-story, but also they generally have four to six parking spots per thousand square feet. So you have a ton of parking as well that you can work with. Yeah, so we've got a lot of room. Mm-hmm. So right now in our portfolio, one of the biggest things 
that we have been working on is our CAM reimbursement. So when we purchase deals over the past um, two, three, even four years, five years that we've been purchasing commercial space, CAM reimbursements are a big part of, of those lease structures. And that's typically around 2 to $3 a square foot that a tenant's also paying on top of their rent. And we have done a pretty good job maintaining our maintenance costs across our, our footprint. But the things that are out of our control, what we call non-controllable, are really taxes and insurance. And those things, uh, we, we make appeals, we, we work our butt off to try and get the best insurance we can get, uh, but those costs have still gone up. We, we noted that in our residential update, you know, insurance costs up basically double over the past three years, 30% this past year. So seeing big increases, and now we're working with our tenants as we're kind of passing a lot of that cost through. Uh, to the tune of things, you know, it's a big number when you look at, hey, this is going to be an additional 2 to $3 per square foot. A lot of deals we bought those tenants were not paying that stuff, but it was in their lease. So imagine you're, you're a tenant, you signed a lease, you've been operating for a while with a previous owner, and they haven't been making you pay that stuff. Now we're coming in, and we are working to collect the cam and fully go through the lease. That's... Uh, a hard conversation a lot of times. Yeah, and that was a big part of our, our business plan in the value-add story is that if, if a building was really collecting so much revenue, we, could, we were fine with buying the building at that current revenue. The value-add was now getting collecting that cam that was already built in the lease. The tenant already agreed yeah. upon doing it. They just hadn't been making that payment because the previous owner was not enforcing yeah. it. And we look at the value-add happening two ways in an asset. We have the physical value-add, which is I think easier to visualize and see. And you the operational value add where you're going to go in and have these tough conversations with a tenant of we're either going to pay more, we're going to go through the, what the lease terms look like. And maybe it is we're going to rewrite a lease. And that could be the case too. But that's all operational improvements that we're making with our management team. Right. Um, now, some of our office space too and our commercial space has vacancy. And that's where we're looking at the majority of what we have is single story. How do we convert that to a flex or a more open space. I, I toured a place this morning that, uh, that we're looking at. It has a very nice vacant office in it, but the idea of clearing out that office, putting in nice roll-up doors in the back, having a really flexible environment that we could put anyone in, that stuff is leasing, that stuff is leasing well. So overall escalations, even what we're doing, because we are signing office leases right now. We've signed a, a good amount of office leases this quarter. We had our largest lease we signed was about 26,000 square feet that we signed and we're negotiating two right now that are more on the medical side, but those are in the, that's another one's 25,000 square feet and a 10,000 square foot office lease. So our occupancy is stable and then we are seeing some gains, but those are much higher TI dollars. We're seeing three to 4% rental rate escalations. On the medical specific tenants, we're seeing, you know, it's over $50 a square foot in TI improvements to build out medical. But a typical medical deal, I mean, you're it's hundreds of dollars a square foot to have a functional medical tenant. Right. And, and, and coupled with that is we generally get a seven to 10 year lease, maybe even longer sometimes. Yeah. A flex space, if we're doing that and we're spending $3 in TI right. <laughs> and we sign a two year lease or something, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You obviously can't do $50 with no real long-term commitment. Um, but those leases are out there. Uh, the medical side, we're seeing activity in that space. Uh, we're seeing activity in the office space, especially for the, for, basically the most affordable levels. Um, if you're able to sign a longer term lease and get something really right now, if you're the tenant side, it's probably good timing on price. Um, so that we're seeing that activity right now. And, and, but our biggest thing really is the operational stuff of working through cam and negotiating our leases with tenants. That's what we're seeing. And all of our quarterly reports, you'll see 
you'll see that in there of what the CAM levels were, common area maintenance reimbursements that are there. You'll see that on all of those reports to get an idea of what we're doing on a deal-by-deal -deal basis. So let's dive into the industrial side because this kind of ties into that when we think about a single-story office building and we take a look at what some of these look like here. You know, you have a, just a single-story office. Can it be converted to flex? So, so into, into industrial. Industrial overall nationally has performing very well. I mean, 21% year-over-year rental growth. That's, that's incredible. Across the board, right? Across, I mean, across the board, all industrial. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a, a Atlanta alone, you know, we're, we're seeing flex rents in our area um, pushing just under $13 a square foot now. Um, that's up almost 2x in the last five years. So it's, it's pretty incredible growth. We look at our, one of the last deals we bought here in Atlanta, Pleasantdale, it had mm -hmm. rents of 2 to $3 <laughs> per square foot, all in. That was the rent with market in that area at 13 13 So there's, you know, obviously there's work that goes involved with that. That's just not a easy process, but there is a lot of value-add opportunities in these flex spaces that are out there. Right, and let's do a quick comparison for these flex deals. You know, when we're talking about $13 a square foot, that's a triple net rent. Versus an office deal, you're generally getting, you know, in our, our neighborhoods, we're seeing $17 to $18 a square foot, but that's a full service rent. So in that $17 to $18, we have to absorb, say, 6 to $8 of operating costs. So the net of that number is closer to 10 When flex, we're seeing 13 and we can pass all those operating costs through. So we're actually seeing- paying them directly. Or, or the tenants paying yeah. directly. So we're seeing really a net $3 greater, you know, a net, net income number. Yeah, it's pretty good. So- there's other parts of Atlanta, too, where the rents are even higher. Um, yeah, over in the f full industrial corridor, they're seeing $17 triple net. It's incredible. Yeah, so there's still lots of opportunity to buy, buy flex stuff. And across the board, we're seeing it's nationally it's like 96% occupancy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, th these things are, for the most part, full. The tale of two different types right. here, right, when you look at these, um, these asset classes. And buildings under 100,000 square feet are, are basically 97%. Yeah, they're the highest demand. Um, what, what we're finding is, and we're seeing this in our portfolio as well, is that these smaller tenants, say 2,500 to 7,500 square feet, are, are just, they're, they're the most interested in getting into the space. They're, they're readily available, and they can move fast. Yeah, and that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Speed helps a lot. So. Yep. On the debt side, industrial, I mean, commercial office debt is essentially zero. There's like no new, origi no new originations happening there, so that turns off the liquidity in the market on the office side a lot. On the commercial side for industrial, you know, debt is up, right? It's up about 200 basis points for what we're seeing right now. I don't know if that's nationally. That's more what we're seeing, mm -hmm. right? And we're seeing uh, cap rates that are up about 70 points, right? right? Yeah, so, so, yeah, so pricing is holding pretty firm on, on a national level. Yeah, and a lot of that is like the top level stuff. Most right. of that is not coming down to we're buying a defunct building with $3 rents, <laughs> right? So um, that's kind of, you take, you take all, a lot, a lot of industrial assets are trading that are stable. Mm -hmm. So those are obviously trading at much higher cap rate or much lower cap rates and higher values than a non-stable uh, asset that is out there. We look at our footprint specifically. We've signed a bunch of leases here recently, all the way up to our largest one being 40,000 square feet that we signed. Uh, we've got some, some 20,000 square foot leases we've signed and the, the smaller sub 5,000 square foot spaces are, they move pretty darn quickly. Yeah, for, for a portfolio that we really, we've built over the last three years and we're just our industrial flex portfolio is about 600,000 square feet. We bought it 
probably barely 60% occupied. We're, we're leased across the board. Yeah. So we um, have, we've got a couple of spaces that are vacant because when we're buying new deals, we are looking for ones that are vacant that we can take from this single story office footprint and convert it into flex. So essentially add to our flex vacancy and then lease that space out. We've done a good amount of that leasing. The, the smaller businesses that are, and again, it says smaller business, but they're not really small businesses. They're doing pretty darn good mm -hmm. clip at using less than 10,000 square feet in the space. So uh, we're very excited to have those, those tenants and the relationship with those people as they're moving in uh, to these spaces. We're able to provide them a pretty custom idea of what they want you know, in their space. So right now, uh, we, have, we have about 80,000 square feet of stuff that we can, we'll be able to, one is converting it out of office into flex. And then we have, we've got really about three, three suites that are available across the board. Right. Um, so it's pretty high, pretty high occupancy. The vacancy we do have is all brand new. We're hoping to add some new vacancy here in the near term as we've got some deals that we're looking at uh, that will add flex vacancy that we can go convert and lease out. So overall, things are performing uh, very well. On the flex side, uh, the demand is exciting to see. There's a lot out there, and, and we've got good opportunities to still find deals. I mean, leverage is going to be lower, but there's opportunities out there to really take this office stuff and convert that to flex and, and move it forwards. Yes. So, yeah. All right, so that's our update on the – it's kind of a blend of commercial going into flex, right? That's, where, that's really where we see the opportunity that we can capitalize on. There's other, going to be other stuff out there, but that's what we're focused on here out of Atlanta in, in and across the southeast. We are going to have a live Q&A on the 31st, so keep an eye out for that. There's other property-specific questions they have. We can dig through that stuff. And next week, uh, we are excited. We have our Camp Greenleaf. So this is a week-long event up in Gainesville, Georgia. We have a summer camp for 60 or 70 kids mm -hmm. that'll be there. Yeah, our Park Hill residents and our uh, mobile home parks in the area will all come together, and we usually have you know, 60, 70 um children and their families come a lot of the parents volunteer with us as well as well and we do a week-long summer camp it's a lot of fun yeah it's free for the kids mm -hmm. um it's very exciting i mean if you want to volunteer and you want yeah. to be in the area <laughs> yeah. come by we'll all be there the green leaf shirts on it's always a lot of fun to see everyone our whole team is there really for this week doing it so we've got that next week followed by the the q a and distributions go out today which is always exciting so thanks for watching everyone let us know if you have any questions for more tips on operating and investing in real estate please check us out at greenleafmanagement.com or find us on YouTube and Spotify.